religion, time travel, alien life forms, a portal to hell, opening up a wormhole to an alternate timeline, absolute global control. All of this is taking place in Earth's own backyard. A place that many of you wouldn't even think twice to look. Most people, when they think of Switzerland, think of chocolate, a neutral country, fine watches. But in Switzerland, at the CERN laboratory, the largest machine ever created, the Large Hadron Collider, is bringing forth the end times. Today's episode of Conspiracast, brought to you by the Woke Brothers, will dive into the Large Hadron Collider and different conspiracies going on in Switzerland on the Swiss-France border. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are optimists, I challenge you to put the headphones down. Do not listen. We're starting our first episode, true episode, off with one of the most disturbing conspiracies that exists. I'm Benjamin Cobblestone, keeping you awake, showing you the truth. Opening your third eye. CERN Laboratories in Switzerland was established in the late 1950s as a nuclear research facility used by multiple European countries. And over time it has become the headquarters of New World Order scientists and Satanists trying to bring about Armageddon. With the use of the Large Hadron Collider, the CERN Laboratory is acting God, meddling with things humans shouldn't meddle with, trying to turn the Earth back to creation, to a time before creation, to the start of the Big Bang. It is shrouded in mystery. One thing I never will understand is why one of the most expensive projects of all time and the largest machine ever built and the most significant scientific instrument ever created hardly gets any media coverage. Now maybe this is because we're always keeping up with the Kardashians or worrying about Tom Brady deflating footballs. Or did Jay-Z cheat on Beyonce and why are they still together? All of this is news pollution. Keeping your eyes closed and keeping the truth concealed. Bad things are happening. CERN is the leader of it. We will start with the opening ceremony 
of the Large Hadron Collider and CERN. There are YouTube videos. I do not necessarily encourage you to look on YouTube, but it's become such a, I guess, good use of documentation for all branches, believers and non. But there are a lot of doctored footage, so please be wary of what you're watching. But go back and look. There is an overwhelming sense of evil at the opening ceremony. Lots of hidden satanic symbols. Watch it for yourself. Tell me I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong about this because I think doomsday is right around the corner and no, it won't come from the sky, but it will come from the ground beneath us. Now, what the scientists will tell you they're doing at CERN is crashing particles into each other to discover smaller bits of particles that disintegrate in one trillionth of a second. Lot to be learned from that, right? How does that benefit anything? It doesn't. It doesn't. They'll tell you they're trying to discover and study the conditions before and after the Big Bang. What does that, what good does that do? Does that feed the hungry? Why are we spending billions of dollars to discover stuff billions and trillions of years in the past? Ladies and gentlemen, no. The Large Hadron Collider has one purpose and one purpose only. To open a portal. It is a stargate. For those of you who are unfamiliar with what a stargate is, imagine that our universe is a book. A page in a book. And our book is open, the page is being held. Everything we know exists on this plane. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Pluto, the Andromeda Galaxy, the edge of the universe all exists on our one page in, let's say, a thousand-page novel. Now, what the Stargate does is simply closes the book and drills a hole through, connecting all of the pages to one another. This allows interdimensional travel between alternate realities. This has happened before. Everyone on Earth at the moment is existing in a reality different than what we were in 10 to 20 years ago. Think back 10 years. What were you doing? Who is the president? If someone told you that Donald Trump, the host of Celebrity Apprentice, 
and a rope haul drag race contestant and a real estate mogul in New York famous for his your fired catchphrase would be the leader of the free world what would you have told them would you have scoffed in their face I know that I would I would have said no way when he announced he was running for president I'd say no way you might as well have make Homer Simpson the president of the United States via cartoon than Donald Trump now no I'm not bashing Donald Trump I feel his accomplishments have been greater than what most would say. I am a political. Politics, Republican, Democrat, it's two sides of the same coin. It's all a facade. But would you have thought Donald Trump would be president? No. Would you have thought national news would be Kim Kardashian and Kanye West having two babies named North and Gagamagoo? No. What happened to society? What happened to the bright future and the promise of the American dream? What is going on with school shootings and terrorist threats? Constant war. What is happening? We were not on the verge of this ten years ago. Well, we were, but not in our true reality. Ladies and gentlemen, we are one page over. If our first reality was on page five, our new reality is page six. And everything is the same, but everything is different. This has been proven by what many refer to as the Mandela Effect. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the Mandela Effect, it involves things that you clearly remember, but are completely false. Now, we could go into cartoons and things of that nature, but what it stems from is Nelson Mandela, the now former president of South Africa, died in 1980s in prison. His death was broadcasted on national news. Hundreds of thousands of people have come out and said the same thing from all over. People who have no connection with one another have said the same thing. When Nelson Mandela really died in the early 2010s, it struck a chord with a lot of people. They said, wait, no, that can't be true. He's been long dead. Ladies and gentlemen, he did not even become president of South Africa until the 1990s. This opens a lot of eyes. What about the famous quote from Star Wars when Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker are fighting? Luke Skywalker gets his hand cut off. Darth Vader is offering to save him if he joins the dark side. Luke shouts, no, you killed my father. And what does Darth Vader say? Surely all of you are saying in your head or out loud, Luke, I am your father. Well, I encourage you to go watch the movie again, folks. Darth Vader's words are, no, 
I am your father. He never says, Luke, I am your father. Yet even James Earl Jones, the voice of Darth Vader, claims he remembers saying the line differently. Another instance, a popular children's story, The Berenstain Bears. It is not the Berenstain Bears, it's the Berenstain Bears. Yet, you ask multiple college students today what the name of that book bear family was. They will all look at you and say, Berenstain Bears. Go and look at a video today. Find an old VHS tape. It is clearly pronounced Berenstein. Another one. We won't dive too deep into this. I could go on for an hour discussing the Mandela Effect. The song We Are the Champions. Famous among sports teams, high school football, Little League Hockey after the TV show The Mighty Ducks. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. I was interrupted by a phone call from a former KGB informant of mine. I cannot reveal his name and he will call in under voice disguise when we discuss the space race because he has quite the insight. Now, back to the silly topic at hand before we move on to the ominous one. We are the champions. A famous sports anthem by Queen. How does it end? Clearly, we all remember, we are the champions of the world. Pardon my singing. But no, it ends with, very anticlimactically, we are the champions. But yet, anyone singing that song will belt out of the world at the end of that song. There are minor changes everywhere you look. You can find thousands of them that you clearly remember, plain as day, but they are completely and totally different now. It's a haunting thing. It's what's responsible for the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series for Donald Trump becoming president. For North Korea and the United States seeming to become somewhat of allies in just a short visit. France and the United States, Canada and the United States becoming Rivals. These are things that any betting man would never, ever have placed money on that are becoming fact.
We are in a different timeline, a different reality. And there have been people who figured out ways to travel between them. On numerous occasions, there have been people sent to stop the Hadron Collider. You will not read about these people. Small leaked videos and leaked recordings and quotes will get out and promptly shut down. I have heard them. I have met with some of the people before they committed suicide by shotgun blast to the back of the head. These people claim to be either from the future or from the alternate timeline, which sounds crazy, but when they are just so set on stopping this one thing instead of, I don't know, betting on the Cubs doing the World Series or American Pharaoh winning the Triple Crown, they only wish to stop the Hadron Collider. Maybe something happens in the near future, and these people are wanting to stop it. Sounds very Terminator-esque, but we can only wait and see. I recently took a tour. I was in Geneva, Switzerland, and took a tour of the Large Hadron Collider. And some of my findings are haunting, to say the least. Outside the front door is the goddess Shiva, the creator and destroyer, doing the infamous dance in this eight-foot bronze statue that casts a haunting shadow on the brick behind. This is the creation dance, or the destruction dance. Shiva is both the creator and the destroyer of Earth, and her place at the Large Hadron Collider sets a ominous tone. The Hadron Collider can create wonderful things, can create alternate realities and bridges to them, but its ultimate use is to bring home destruction, to be the destroyer. Now, this is where I'm going to either gain some listeners or lose them. Who here has ever heard of the Anunnaki? These are the earliest gods of the earliest civilizations that we have record of. These are also an alien race that inhabit the wandering planet, the binary star, planet X, Nibiru, whatever you want to call it. About 8,000 BC, these people landed at the birthplace of civilization and created the Mesopotamians out of essentially cavemen. Homo sapiens, human beings, owe their lives to the Anunnaki. We are direct creations from them. The goddess Shiva 
can be found in different forms throughout history. Creator, destroyer, the two heads. Sometimes she is split into two separate beings. Like the devil. The almighty creator. Now, let's just say, there is one creator above all creators, and yes, I will refer to him as God. He is everyone's God, every religion's God. Every single religion has a top of the totem pole, so to say. That is the grand creator. But all religion also, and all of the deities, stem from the Anunnaki. They have gifted us with technology. There's paintings of flying ships. There's paintings of and carvings of technology that did not exist for thousands of years after. All from the Anunnaki. The Mayans, the Aztecs, the Incas, the Egyptians. The early Anglos, Germanic tribes, the Norsemen, the true Indian Aryans, all have similar beings. The Greeks, the Romans, the Anunnaki have visited and have returned and have returned periodically. The Renaissance was created by Anunnaki who decided to stay on Earth. Ladies and gentlemen, we have wandered from our creators. They are returning. Now, will they be happy with how far we've come? Or will they be vengeful that we have forgotten our old gods? The people at CERN Labs are attempting to expedite this process by opening a stargate to allow the Anunnaki to return to Earth. They will be welcomed there. They will be greeted and then hopefully have good favor with our overlords. Why else spend all this time to crash two particles at near light speeds together? They're trying to open a portal. We're trying to connect, to gain knowledge, to gain power, the ability to control the masses. The Anunnaki possess that knowledge and they will be bestowing them on anyone willing to help. Or so the CERN scientists believe. Now, maybe they're not trying to welcome them back. Maybe they're willing to destroy the Earth and attempt to leave with the Anunnaki. A video recently surfaced of scientists performing a human sacrifice near the Large Hadron Collider.
It's absolutely disturbing. Looks too real to be faked. The people in charge have just brushed it off as, oh well, there's just goofing around, it's a prank. Ladies and gentlemen, who here would perform a human sacrifice prank at their place of work? What would happen to you? You would be jailed, or at the very least, fired unceremoniously. Yet, these people got off with not even a slap on the wrist. In fact, the only person reprimanded was the person who filmed the ordeal and leaked the video. This does not sound like a prank to me. If it was truly a prank, and the people in charge should have come down on them hard and vengefully. Human sacrifice has been true all over the planet over years. We sacrifice humans to show our loyalty to the Anunnaki. The Aztecs did it. The Incans did it. The American Indians did it. The Chinese did it. The Mongolians did it. The Japanese did it. Human beings do it in America today. School shootings, false flag operations, 9-11, these mass casualties, all are human sacrifices to the Anunnaki. You would think that we would evolve out of this destructiveness, but no. We need to shed blood to survive. This is wrong. I'm not condoning anybody to go and kill for the Anunnaki. We need to find a way to band together as humans, overthrow the people in charge, and attempt to fight in a David Goliath-style battle. This human sacrifice is done for good favor. They're attempting to open this portal and they are close. I can tell you where the portal will be opened. What's going on in Hawaii right now? mass volcanoes. Have they slowed down? No, and they won't. There is old, ancient rock beneath the earth. And it is coming out. And it has beacons inside of it. The same chemical balance as the rock from ancient Mesopotamia. It's honing in. This is where they want the Anunnaki to come to. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's scary. I know. Back to my tour. I came with questions, but not too strong because I did not want to blow cover. I cannot spend any more time in a government jail. It's amazing they let me up the first time. But I ask questions. There are no tour guides. Everyone there is a PhD CERN scientist. The tour is given by people who are in on the whole deal. There are makeshift exhibits and a conference room with a projector screen that you can watch videos on what they do and we can crash particles and we've discovered the boson Higgs particle, the God particle, which is capable of growing mass. It's what creates mass, this particle. But yet it only exists for nanoseconds and we spent billions and billions of dollars on this so that we can watch something that doesn't exist but for one one thousandth of a blink of an eye. And everyone oohs and ahs and goes to the gift shop to buy a heavy coffee mug. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all a facade. The end will not come from nuclear war. The end will not come from a meteor from the sky. The end will come from Switzerland. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Benjamin Cobblestone, keeping you awake, telling you the truth. Join us next time as we discuss the phantom time hypothesis. The missing 300 years from our calendar that do not exist. Set your date to 1721 that's where we are. I'm signing out. Have a great weekend.